Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Bob Iger. Oh, God. Why did he do it? Let me guess, because something to do with a book you're reading, or... <laughs> no. No. I just winged it. It was a first name. It do- it will tie in later. Okay. We have some news about Disney. I'll just get it out right now. Yeah, go ahead. Apparently, they're laying off 7,000 GD people. Come on, Disney. 7,000 people. How? That's crazy. How? I know. I, I didn't even know what... How are they going to continue to function? Well, Look around, people. I think a company that big, it's like... I know, it's like... You know, who knows? 1% We won't their... even notice. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, 7,000 families are crushed. <laughs> Meanwhile, we go to Disneyland next time, there's no one operating the rides. Right. It's just chaos. There's no custodians. <laughs> there's oh, no one system. making food. Yeah. Check your seatbelt and then press the go button. <laughs> Yeah, you go through you go through the gates and they offer you a job as you walk through. <laughs> yeah. Like thank God you're here. We need someone to run the Incredicoaster. Hey, I would totally do that. Yeah. For like a couple hours and then get a free day at Disney. Totally. Cool. Um, I'll do it. Well yeah, this is they our should start that. This should. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, they just had their like um stock or what is what do they call that? The the meeting, like the board meeting yeah sure thing sure hold thank you the board (laughs) meeting you know the board meeting yeah and like yeah they're they're cutting a bunch of stuff what's the other weird thing they're all but saying like heavily implying they're gonna do a avatar experience at disneyland huh which is really weird where where is a good answer (laughs) or a good question and also who cares a good answer it is a good answer and question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but also, who cares, right? Right. I don't know anyone Whoa. that would want that there. I just picked up my can of water that you handed me and warned me that it might be a little bit lubed it's a little up lubed from up. lotion. A little slippy on it you? It slipped. <laughs> it really did. Well, that's how I like to drink sodas. I like to <laughs> like lube to them lube up. up. It's then... a fun sport for me. It's like, will <laughs> I drop it? <laughs> I'm planning uh, to drink this really fast and then burp aggressively into the mic. Well, that's fun. Yeah. We should try the Sprite challenge. Have you guys seen that? The kids on the internet are doing that. Or you you try have to, like, to drink a whole thing really fast and then not throw up. <laughs> not burp, I get. Or yeah, the first one to burp loses. Oh god, or something. Be me. Yeah, absolutely. One. Oh yeah, sip I I would win soda this soda water, and I'm burping. I would win. Yeah, you I'd just trap it all and get really sick. Very <laughs> nauseous, like I always do. <laughs> um, is this our first podcast back? post Walt Disney World? It is. Very interesting. So it seems like an eternity. Yeah. Um, since we've... Also, we didn't record last week, and I meant to do a post that was like, hey, we didn't record. We see you. I'm sorry, and then I didn't. So, um, so here we are. I'm sorry, personally. I am too. I don't... I. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my it's choice. Not your fault. No. But it wasn't not my choice. Well, we were very busy. I mean, after Walt Disney World... Ash and I got a little cold. You did too, apparently, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were all a little bit icky. And then, then I went to the Grammys. Yes, because we'll James about. is a different person now, as he'd like yeah. to remind us. He's not like yeah. us normal people. Yeah, he flies first class to mm-hmm. and from the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it was my first time flying first class, but I'm different now. Mm-hmm. And I just want everyone to know that as I pick something out of my teeth ash said he's intolerable sarah yeah look i've changed i've adjusted 
And I was booking him a, a new return flight, and he almost stayed longer. Four hours longer. Four hours longer, just so he could get his first class seat. Just so I could keep the first class seat. And then we moved it up four hours, and I ended up getting upgraded first class anyway. Jeez. So here's the thing. I'm different now. I'm not saying I'm better than you guys. I'm yes, just you are. objectively different. <laughs> I live in a different lane than you. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to communicate and sort of well yeah you know relate it's okay i'm up i'm up first though you know what i mean so you just shout just get one of the flight attendants they know me okay first class is objectively better it's so much better (laughs) but didn't you say it's also objectively worse people oh the people are insufferable (laughs) they are the worst people hi hey (laughs) you know what's crazy about it because it's only six rows two by two yeah it's not very many so it's spots. not very many spots so it really is like an elite group of people to get to sit up there but um yeah i mean like uh, some of the conversations i heard and just the the vibes are yeah. it's so shitty uh, some guy shushed a kid it was not his kid, it was not his kid. <laughs> it's like who does that that those people that's who well james let us know that he was flying first class on the way home he yeah. was texting us yeah. and i basically just wanted to remind him that our friend Michelle when we were sitting in the very back of the mm-hmm. plane on our way back from Orlando she wanted to make sure that I understood how lucky we were because the first class people are always the first to die in a plane crash <laughs> <laughs> she's like no it's true I saw it <laughs> like I believe you well it's only fair too. <laughs> it makes sense yeah I think it's fair plane goes down nose sure. first I mean you're right although would you rather die first or would you rather burn alive in the back? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's if I'm going to die in a plane crash, I want to die first. Oh, I want to die so quick. I want to die before the plane hits oh the ground. Oh, my God. I don't even want to know what happened. No. I want to not wake up. Right. Just be asleep and then suddenly not be. Splain. Splain. The splain. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the plane splits in half and just a, like a, a beam just hits me in the head. And I'm out. That's what I want. I don't want to know, like, oh, we're better going to I don't want to die in a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, even better. If, we're, if we're making choices. No, it, let, me, let me tell you. The experience is so much better. <laughs> not only, yeah, you've said this. Like, not only do you... The getting on the plane first is wild. It's not just like... You know, it's funny, because I always used to think, well, why would you want to get on first? Now you're just sitting there. Because then you get to watch all the plebeians walk you get past to watch you. Everyone shuffle past you with all their stuff, their kids, <laughs> normal, hardworking, salt of the earth people. <laughs> See, if I were to ever it's fly first, very class, uncomfortable. I think I would wait till the end. Yeah, you're guaranteed a spot. Yeah, you're, you're guaranteed, guaranteed a spot for your luggage. You know too, what's funny? There's only no, six people pe- up there. Assholes take the the first class uh, luggage areas. How? Well, because the flight attendants aren't guarding it. So when you get there, even like when I got on like number three, number four on the plane, there's already bags there. Like people just jump on it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I noticed that the people that sat in the back, they would just shove their bags up real quick and then walk back. Weird. I never noticed that before. It's kind of a nice little trick. It is. Is it though? I mean, no, you're you're not not supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to. Definitely not. Um, no, the, the seats are like lazy boys in the sky. Mm-hmm. 
even the seat belts. This is the most hysterical oh, part. Good, yeah. The seat belts have padding on them, like four inches of squishy padding. What? Like, why would you need that? I don't know. Um, so it doesn't dig into your designer pants. It's like when you go to a restaurant and you have that waiter that's just almost too attentive. Mm-hmm. Like, they're can I get you something else? Please, can I feed you? Please, can I give you more treats? Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. It's like every 15 minutes they come and they're giving you drinks in real glass. Yeah. You get real food with real silverware, which I thought was wild that you could have stabby things no and kidding. glass on a plane. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you can't bring your lotion unless it's travel size. thank you for the knife and fork. (laughs) And I'm the one closest to the pilot now. (laughs) It's wild. And they just, because all of that goes out the window because you pay so much for these tickets. Because you're rich. You You didn't pay anything for those tickets. (laughs) I just had to fly a lot to get to that place. A lot of it is that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think most of it is that. But, well, there's some elitism just in that. Oh, no. There are people that are clearly rich. They're so rich that the upgrade to get first class tickets means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it from them. It's going to be you. Well, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> there's well, you're no different go- now. There's no going back. You fly first class one time, it's over. Do you know how much worse it's going to be for me now? Do you, know Do you have any idea? For me now, sitting next to you. Oh my god! Yeah, the thing is, she doesn't have that same no whatever category now. Elitism. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So when we fly together, I clearly want to sit with her. But do we... you? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, think Sarah. You care. I don't know. I, I might say, her. see you later, dude. Yeah, I think I, I do too. I think you would be better off alone. She would do that, 30. right? You oh. know, Ash. Which oh, she. Yes. Yeah. I would leave you. Yep. Sam's the little baby. I'm like, but I'm scared and I'm nervous and I want you next to me. She doesn't yeah, give a shit about like, any of that. Have fun back there with the, yeah. the peasants. <laughs> I'm up here drinking out of a glass. Getting a warm chocolate chip cookie handed to me. Yeah, warm chocolate. So many warm chocolate chip cookies. Full <sighs> meals on like an yeah. hour and a half flight. <laughs> it's crazy. Dinner, Mac- Mr. McMillan. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, I mean, it's wild. I'll just have the fruit and cheese plate. Thank you. Just because yeah. I, I had to get something. <laughs> oh, man. I hear something. Oh. Uh, it's just in. It's 53 and mostly cloudy at not Disneyland. My Where's the thing? Oh, there it is. And it's 78 and fair at Disneyland. It's actually beautiful right now. It is actually very beautiful. I'm wearing here. a sweater and I'm a little on the warm side. It was perfect yesterday. My I'm gosh. going straight to work from here. And I'm going to be yeah. serving in this sweater. And nice. I'm rethinking all my life choices. Might be a little toasty. But hey, it'll get colder, though. Before we get into the sec- the segment of the thing, yeah. you know, I have presents for you. Do you? These are the presents I've already talked about. I've already explained oh, to you on the air because yeah, I forgot yeah. all about them. Actually, did I explain them on the air? No, I don't think I think you I did. just told you about it like in a restaurant while I was probably sort of drunk. I don't remember anything about what you said. So, so I got that. you guys presents for our Orlando trip. And I put them in oh, my yeah, Disney backpack right. so that I would not forget them. And, and then, then I didn't, didn't bring that backpack. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're such a Mac villain. <laughs> this is for you, James. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> this is for you. Cool. And then this one is for Michelle. Is who's it a not sticker? here, but it's exactly the same as mine in Ashes. Mine's a sticker that says Vibin. It's Mickey in and a very it's like 80s. 80s radical Mickey. So Sunglasses. Yeah. We He's got... doing the like, the... What, what do you call that? Like the Aloha 
Yeah, like hang ten. Hang ten thing. I don't know. I'm not they a do surfer. that jujitsu a lot. It's a, a bracelet that has Mickey on it. I already knew that this existed. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I was like, I can't keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can wear it on your ankle too if you'd prefer, or not at all if you hate it. But yeah, they're kind of cute. Let me see. Oh, cute. That's great. How about that for a podcast? Is that good noise? That's great. That's great audio. Keep doing that. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> um, before you get into the thing, do we want to talk about Walt Disney World at all? We will. Should we let people know? Not yet. That we went? We're opening things. I mean, that can be a five-minute thing. Ooh! We have presents from Katie Cooper. Oh, yay! That's right. Hey, Katie. Katie, I have not met you yet. How is this possible? Sarah and I are the worst people. And James. No, I'm way worse. Figure that out. <laughs> I'm such a boy. I need a knife for everything. Oh my god. There's a pile of cookies. Ah! So I've already had one. Well, to be fair, I'm going to have at least one. I've had some while James was out of town. I don't know what that is, but I'm not going to eat Did it you yet. Really? I want to eat yes. this. You're a jerk. What do I want? Oh my god. Ooh, that's a, like a Rice Krispie treat. Is I, that need a the, penis? I need the Baby Yoda one. Is there a penis shaped one? No. Oh, Baby Yoda, Mickey. I'll have the Mickey. Oh, Katie, I love you. How long are these going to kill us? No, she just made them. Were they frozen or something? Yeah. Oh. Cute. Cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're just going to chew into the, cam- into the camera. Into the <laughs> yes, camera. Yes, chew into the camera. Hey, remember when you listened to the microphone? Uh-huh. She put her ear up to the microphone. I don't even remember one, why I did that. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Ooh. James and Ash, I'm going to open on our behalf. Oh, my gosh. It's a Christmas card with pictures Aww. of their family at Disney places, and I'm so excited. Disney cruises. Okay, listen, Katie. I think it's all the Disney cruises. We're going to hang out sometime soon, because oh, Katie's the best. my people. Like salt of the earth. I haven't even met you, and I'm putting this on my fridge. I just want you to know that. <laughs> okay, and here's the... Okay, and then we have yeah individual presents. Okay. Is this to me? Katie. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, I'm still chewing. And guys, I I did it again where she kept messaging me trying to get the presents, and I kept not seeing it. No, 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 you scheduled it, and then you left the house forgetting that you had scheduled it. There's that, too. I was there. There's that, too. (laughs) I got protective farming sleeves. Oh! Look how cute that tag is, Ash. Can you save that tag? Isn't that great? Flying house! Oh my god! Wait, what did you get? No way! What'd you get, Sarah? Flying house. Flying house gift card, 25 bucks? Incredible. Holy crap. Katie, that's too much. That is way too much, Katie. Thank you so much. They have the new um, Big Thunder t shirt they just put out. I'm probably gonna get that. Yeah, shout out to Flying House. Oh my god. And also, the, the tag here is a little gingerbread mickey I know. that is going in my christmas supplies oh man that's so good that's going on the tree next year thank you katie that is really kind of you we have one more no what is happening so she said that this is something that she had for a while and that she thought that we should own it because <laughs> it is i'm trying to remember exactly how she put it but it was like inappropriate vintage disney love it okay also, I want to point out that one of the bags is the the Walt Disney World 50 yeah. bag. Oh, it's Mickey's Halloween party from the Magic Kingdom. Oh, my. That's yeah. awesome. You should keep 
Disney's official no. Frontierland game. Holy This is incredible. What, 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 what year is it? I'm trying to find it. I gotta look at this. Oh my god. Holy I'm opening crap. the board. Oh my god. It's so good. <laughs> Whoa. This is awesome. Thank you, Katie. God. Oh, there's little tokens that have little Indians on of them. Of course. Oh my gosh. This is great. Oh yeah. There's in. some racially insensitive things going on in this. Well, of course. I love that it's old and... Dude, that is so sad. It's from a time where it's just oblivious. Oh, right. Copyright 1955. Whoa. So they like, they planned it like with the release. You know, they must have made it knowing, you know what I'm saying? The park yeah. was not even open. Well, because it's not actually Frontierland. You look at the map. Oh, I see what you're Disneyland. saying. It's just Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Never. By Disney. Wow. That is incredible. God. Okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna play this. We're, we've burned enough time doing this. Back. Oh, there's, yeah, here we go. Um, in the instructions, it says, uh, in the Frontierland game, all players represent frontier scouts. When the general hears that there are hostile Indians in the territory, mm. he sends all his scouts to capture an Indian and bring him to Frontierland. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> wow. Way to go, America. Can't there wait to go. play it. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Very kind of you. Thank you so much. We will be getting into our Walt Disney World trip and our special side quest trip that we took while we were there. Yeah, that's right. But first, I have a just a fun little romantic story for Valentine's Day. Ooh. And it's how Walt and Lillian met. Oh. Um, the name Lillian. First of all, what are your thoughts on that kind of name? I love it. You like it? I okay. love it. I'm neutral. My only thing with it is it... It always makes me sound like I'm drunk. Lillian. Hey, Lillian? Hey, Lillian. That's just you. That's a James problem. Hey, this is my my friend Ashley. This is my other friend Sarah. And this is my wife Lillian. (laughs) This just doesn't work. And speaking of, so clearly this is coming out February 13th. Day before Valentine's Day. The day before the love day. The day before James's favorite holiday. <laughs> I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I've always hated it. It's just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's also because I hate this time of year. January, February, and March. Boy, could I just skip on through those three months. Hey, James, how do you feel about it being February? Fre- I hate that name. February? My friend Amy says February. She actually pronounces the R. February? Yeah, and I think that's how we're all supposed to do it, but no one But does. we won't, because no. we're not crazy people. <laughs> also, I love you, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in December of 1923, Lillian Bounds arrived in Los Angeles from Lewiston, Idaho, where she had attended business college. She decided to move to Los Angeles to live with her older sister, Hazel. Hazel! I love that name. It's a great cat name. The Alice series was just beginning, and the Disney brothers brought Kathleen Dollard on board to help out. They asked Kathleen if she knew anyone else that could help, and she mentioned, quote, a stenographer who's not doing anything at the moment. Walt asked Kathleen to see if she would work for them. Kathleen told Lillian, I have a job for you, but I'm telling you about it on one condition. 
don't marry the boss. <laughs> Diane, their daughter, later said that she heard that story differently. Quote, I was told that Kathleen's admonition to mother was actually, don't vamp the boss. <laughs> and vamp well. is a flirtatious, seductive woman, especially one who exploits men by using their sexual desire for her. Dang. So, don't pork the boss, you know. Don't pork the boss, Ash? <laughs> This is a children's show. Yeah, it is. 100%. All 12 of our listeners are children. Oh, keep going, Ash. All right. Lillian decided to apply for the job since it was within walking distance from her new home. She went to the Kingsville studio for the interview. She met Walt for the first time and remembered that he wasn't wearing a suit, but had a brown coat, sweater, raincoat, and pants. Lillian was hired on January 19th, 1924 in the ink and paint department for $15 a week. Lillian's seven-year-old niece, Marjorie Sewell, walked her to the studio so she wouldn't get lost on her first day. How am, like, I don't know. How how do you need a seven-year-old to show you how to get to work? (laughs) (laughs) Just open your phone. Yeah. Put in ways ways walking. I mean, come on. Why would her niece know the way if she doesn't? I guess she's new to town, right? No. Has she already been there? I don't know. She went there for the interview. Yeah. (laughs) How far is this place? And why is a seven-year-old walking back alone? Maybe LA was a lot different back then. You know? (laughs) Walt would frequently offer to drive Lillian and Kathleen, the other ink and paint girl, to their homes in the studio's Ford roundabout during the early days of the studio. As the story goes, Walt always dropped off Lillian last, even if her home was closer. The old Ford had one seat and an open back. Cause that's like a Donald Duck car. Right. That is so you. <laughs> There's a specifically like a thing I'm thinking of where he does to like the sombrero dance mm-hmm. and he's driving in a car that has that exact <laughs> I know what you're saying I yep. don't but I love it <laughs> is it the camping one where he's trying to park the trailer and he can't no. figure it out god I love those old Donald Duck movies he's just pissed the whole <laughs> all time. the time he's just so mad why did I just hit behind me you're nothing stand okay. Lillian took a small amount of pride that Walt wanted to spend more time with her mm-hmm Walt and Lily would be married a year and a half later on July 13th, 1925, at her brother's house in Idaho. During that time, Lillian worked her way from ink and paint girl to Walt's personal secretary. Hot. Nice. (laughs) Um, Lily admitted later, I was not very artistic at all, and I was not very good at ink and painting. (laughs) Later, Walt made me his secretary, but I made too many mistakes while he was dictating. He always said I was so bad that he had to marry me. <laughs> wow. Those days were different, huh, girls? Yeah, girls. doesn't dictate. What? What? <laughs> Children's show. Uh, Walt was unsure about meeting Lily's extended family because of his absence of proper clothes. What? One evening, he what? asked... What does that mean? Because he was wearing, you know, like a sweater. That's such an old-timey concern. Yeah. He didn't have the right hat. Yeah, that's right. One evening, he asked Lillian if he could visit her if he got a suit. After she agreed, Walt and Roy... So, just so you know, this came from two articles that I will cite later. But 
I'm just noting that this is clearly out of chronological order. Clearly, they've married at this point. Mm-hmm. Got it. Where he's meeting her family. Okay, that that does explain that. I was a little confused. Yes. Um. So he asked if he could visit her if he got a suit. After she agreed, Walt and Roy went to Foreman and Clark's and bought suits. Roy spent $35 for a one-pant suit, while Walt spent $40 for a suit with two pairs of pants. <laughs> At Foreman and Clark's. They, they sell suits with two pairs of pants back then. Yeah. yeah. So when you shit your first pair. Sure. <laughs> when he visited Lillian, he arrived in a gray-green and double-breasted suit and, quote, looked very handsome. Mm. Obviously, Lillian's family liked him without hesitation. Daughter Diane recounts the story of her parents' first kiss. Quote, Mother has never talked much to me about father's courting, but she did break down once and tell me of the first time he kissed her. It happened one night when they were working late and mother was taking dictation. Yeah, I bet she was. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Suddenly, she said, your father leaned over and kissed me. What did you do? I asked. I blushed, mother said. It was customary in those days. How do you blush on command? I don't know. As is the custom of the time. (laughs) Wait, what was the custom of the time? To blush on command? Just blush when you get kissed. Huh. Um, she says, I think my dad fell in love with her almost immediately. She was an independent little lady, says Diane. They were married for 41 years when Walt passed away at, uh, in 1966. 41 years. Wow. Of marriage before he died. Jeez. Um, Lillian Disney suffered a stroke on December 15th, 1997, which was 31 years to the day that Walt died. Wow. To the day. Wow. Damn. She passed the following To the day. day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's the story of how Walt met Lillian. And um, I got that info from Diz Avenue and WaltDisney.org. What a sweet little story. So she was from Idaho. They met in L.A. because she was working as, what, what, like the ink? Yeah. Ink artist or something. I always thought they met back in missouri but i guess that makes more sense because walt was really young when he moved to la yeah wow that's so cool so they they stayed there and and like raised their family out there yeah nice very nice very nice what did lillian look like let's look her up she's beautiful she hot broad a hot broad (laughs) she was a vamp (laughs) yes she vamped the boss (laughs) let's see here ah those are not good pictures but she's also older simply too big of a hat let's see Young Lillian Disney. Uh, are we saying that's beautiful? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. What do they call that beautiful? I'm trying no, to find I want to see Lillian Disney. I, I mean, know I've seen her. I, I don't know, guys. I keep, this is the most flattering picture I could find. Oh, boy. She looks a little like Neanderthal. Well, that's a terrible picture. Well, find me a better one. That's okay. my point. Here. Walt looks charming She's as all pretty. heck. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks so old back then, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. It was tough. Right. Okay, there's a cute little picture. She's a handsome woman, okay? Handsome. That's right. <laughs> That's our special ushigushi Valentine's Day romantic story. Let us never speak of romance again. Yeah, and please write, write in. Romance is dead. Yeah, and I want to hear like how you guys met your significant other. Write it in. I want specific stories, and we'll read them all on air. And if you don't have one, how do you want to meet them? How do you them? want to meet your spouse? Yeah. Is Valentine's Day... You know what the best thing about that is? Is that 
someone's gonna write in yeah. for that and I'm gonna read it to James and he's gonna be like wait what, what? yeah he won't remember that he Why asked do... for that yeah I don't remember anything but you know what you our faithful listeners will remember that we asked for this sure. so James will be flabbergasted yeah it'll be and fun that'll, yeah it'll be great it'll be a fun little story even though we've had this conversation he's still not gonna remember what are you guys talking about <laughs> exactly what's going on I'd just like to say how funny it would be. Now, I mean funny, but not actually funny. If Katie had spiked these cookies with something, <laughs> and we just get we're just higher out throughout yeah. the episode. I have had two already. Right. I plan to at least have another. Yeah, I um. We just start talking about Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, the next hour is just us giggling. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was going to say, it, you know, it's been so long since I've been a, a single lad. Ash and I have been together for so darn long. Do, do you think that Valentine's Day is a tough day for people? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think I it's a tough a... day because it doesn't matter if you're in a couple or not. It's always going to be, my opinion, it's the same thing with New Year's. It's like there's an expectation, but no one wants to actually say like this is what i expect because you want it to be a surprise of some kind right. and it never is going to live up to that little fantasy you have in your head no. and also valentine's day is a bullshit made-up holiday it's a hallmark holiday but there's reminders all around you all the time yeah. for like a month or yeah. more leading up to it that you have to get a be mine kind of thing in order to be loved you know, it's funny. and that's baloney it's funny sarah i like Hmm. The the whole like thing about Valentine's Day should be something I like. It's encouraging love and connectivity and whatever. But for me, a holiday has to land. It'll land for me if I like the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. If I it's like the whole pink. thing. It's so pink. Pink and red and white. And the shittiest candies possible. That's not absolutely true. Because Do you like the little... Those little sugar no. hearts. hearts. Those are garbage. But I do awful. love chalk. Any Reese's in whatever holiday shape. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Easter's <laughs> the same thing for me. Easter's to me much better than Valentine's Day. At least there's like a, a thing and families get together and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's equally lame. Like the a lot of yellow and pink. Yeah, I, I agree with Baby that. Baby blue. Yeah. Nah. No. Nah. And there were tinselly stuff in the baskets. <laughs> Keep it. Don't need it. <laughs> we are so cynical, man. Yeah. Whew. I really just like two holidays. Um, also, quick, 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 quick shout out. I met a very delightful uh, couple at the LAX airport. Yes, you did. Right before yes, I boarded. And you made them walk past you on the flight. I didn't make the, that. You know, that's how planes work, right, Ash? You they walk past you. And you made a disgusted look at them as they passed by you to the to the steerage where they were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it was rather odd. I met them and then I sat in first class. I felt like such an a-hole. What does that tell you? Yeah, no, very delightful people. Uh, Chris, and I'm so sorry I forget your wife's name. I feel horrible, but we've just covered how I don't remember anything. The brain of a goldfish. So, <laughs> The fact yeah. that you remembered Chris is impressive. The sweetest. Yeah. The nicest of couples, and they live in Happy Valley, and it's always fun to meet people that 
enjoy this stupid thing that we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're our kind of people. Yeah. Very much so. It sounded like it. Yeah. I would say that a good... I, that's what I was telling 30% them. 30% yeah. of the people that listen to this show James people, recruited personally. I've just met in line or at a Starbucks. Well, I guess how many that's Katie. Recruited? Yeah, but you do a lot of damn work for the show. That's true. So. Yeah. You just don't talk to people, especially if they're strangers. Right. I very reluctantly tell people about it because I'm just embarrassed. It's not because I'm embarrassed about the topic. It's I'm embarrassed to let anyone know I have a thing that you could hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, while we're doing it, it's totally fine. I don't even think about it. Oh, I know what you're saying. And then it's right. like, when like, I listen oh, back no. to it ever, or I don't listen back specifically because I'm so afraid of some stupid shit I've said. Yeah. <sighs> I just don't what, care you anymore. For president? Who yeah. cares? <laughs> Definitely not. Who cares? I don't qualify. My whole thing with that is 35. you can't take anything away from me that like I already, like I know my intentions, so mm-hmm. I, I just don't care. I just let go a long time ago. Yeah, the key is you just have to die inside and you're fine. Yeah. Done. Um, but yeah, no, I explained to them that like, you know, we're a irreverent Disney show. Um, maybe don't have the littlest of kids present kind of thing. But even they, they just kind of like, like yeah whatever <laughs> they didn't I mean, seem too worried about it there's gonna be some swears sure there's gonna be some suggestive peeping and poopoos and yeah yeah or more sure exactly well while we're just meandering and making up an episode i did it finally Yay. nice it feels great man it was a little sad one we had a good time at wdw Yay. we did once again we did animal kingdom we did Hollywood, Epcot. Epcot, then Hollywood Studios. That's right. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It's just, it's so different, but so the same. It's great. The weather was also ideal. Yeah. It was a little on the chilly side. Eh, not for me. It was perfect. It, it, actually, I, because right. we were walking around. There was like mm-hmm. moments where it was a little chilly. I was surprised. We wore jeans the whole time. The first day, shorts. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we? Yeah. It was hot. It was like 84. Oh, yeah. At Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. That's right. Remember we left. Um, that's right. Sweat. Oh, I left a serious butt sweat. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. It was warmer the first day. We also went uh, to Disney Springs. Was it every night? Almost every night. The first night we got in. And then the second night. And the second night. And the last night. Yeah. I, I think, think we did we it did. every night. Right? We didn't after Epcot. No. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, and like that in itself is really a fun place. There's so much to do, so many restaurants, so many opportunities to get drunk, walk around. <laughs> yeah, we went to Raglan Road twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a really fun place. Um, we did the new Ratatouille ride. It's probably not new for everyone. Mm-hmm. For us. Very cute, very fun. Little on the motion sickness side. I I agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not like not doable. No. For sure. Very cute. We were laughing the whole time. Oh my gosh. The ride vehicle is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I yeah. was squealing when so I saw them cute. pull up. I know. Oh, they were so, oh, they were so cute. No, it was really cool. I only wish that a lot of that, instead of doing the 3D thing, yeah. it had just been real. I know. Real props. I agree. You know? It's always better. Yeah. Cardboard flap season. Like I, they do at Rise of Resistance. It's all real life-size Imperial walkers. And yeah. And it's just, it's a lot better. But then there's also screens. I, I'm kind of getting tired of the screens. Getting tired of the screens. Yeah. I know. It's like. 
it's kind of a cop it's out. It's kind of a cop out. It's kind of a cheap. We don't have to actually. I get that you save space, something. and yeah, I know. But it's also way more likely it's going to break down. I think the argument too is then they can actually have like animated. I don't know if like if you're appealing to kids too, mm-hmm. they're going to like to see the cartoon version of Ratatouille instead of like a, you know, a. I don't know, animatronic version of him or something. Could be wrong. I think a lot of it is that it takes up a much smaller footprint, too. Right. I yeah. mean, those rides, the the building, they're always going to still be so much bigger than you think they are. Mm-hmm. But if you have to have a ride that goes all around and has new places around every corner, I know. it has to take up a big space. Right. But when that all ride, it is is a thing that just basically turns to your left and now you're in a different room because right. the screen in front of you shows you you are. Yeah. You don't have to go very far. No, you can fit it in a smaller yeah. footprint. No, that's true. I have a question for the audience. Does anyone prefer 3D rides like that? Anyone? To, the, to like real. To like practical. Right. I mean. I'm curious. That's I would a say good point. that I think I always like actually moving. Me too. Um, but. Well, like specifically that ride, you're you're supposed to be small, yeah, and you're supposed to be like going under tables, things like that. That would have been a lot more fun if we're physically going under yes. a big life size table, right? Or or you know three x size table, yeah. or a now you're in like a fake oven and it gets warm and you back out and all that was, I think, doable. But even when you're on um, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Runaway Railway. You're not wearing 3D glasses, and they have screens. And mm-hmm. it works. Like even that would be better for me. I agree. Right, because Ratatouille, you have stupid glasses, yeah, right? I hate it. That is a huge distinction. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, because yeah, the the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway is a lot tolerable for me, a lot more tolerable, because you're not wearing those stupid glasses. I mean, there's some there's some things that you just simply can't do and replicate. Yeah, like when you go down having... the waterfall thing. On yeah, that one. yeah. Right. But also, like, um, but Smuggler's Run, you don't wear glasses for that. No, you don't. And it really feels like you're flying through yeah. space and, yeah, sure. well, not space, but. I would rather Smuggler's Run be like Guardians when you're on the track or something. I would too. But, but it's not it works 3D. that way and you're not wearing glasses. No. And yes, it can make you a little nauseous for yeah, sure. For sure. But it's different. Speaking of the nauseous thing, I had a real tough go this last one. You guys were there, you know. Yeah. But for the audience, you weren't there, so you don't know. But <laughs> it was it, it was extra bad because I, I, A, I think I was fighting a sinus infection, so I was extra loopy and dizziness. And when I got home, I had like proper vertigo and yeah. I had to take antibiotics. So I think it was like extra bad. But you guys have been with me on a lot of these trips and I kind of suffer from that anyway. Yeah. Um. The reason I bring that up is like, I'm curious what other people do. You know, our friend Katie recommended emotion sickness patch. So I, I did that. And I think it did help. I think it definitely helped because I think you would have been much been more much miserable. Worse. And now I'm really excited to try it again when I'm baseline, you know, healthy. Just digging around for more cookies here. But I'm curious how people handle stuff like that. You know, if you have motion sickness or you're just prone to... Like GI nausea stuff, which I am. Like I had fried food in LA, mm-hmm. and I an hour later I was texting Ashley like, "Oh my god, I've, I'm gonna barf. I'm so nauseous." That's how quick it happens for me. Yeah, sucks. Um, 
but yeah, I, like I'm not the only one. There's got to be other people out there, and I would love to hear how you handle that. Yeah, yeah James needs help. Uh, um, yeah, let let me know because these these Disney parks are arguably some of my favorite things to do, some of my favorite places to go, and I don't want to not be able to do it. Um, we also, speaking of nausea, we did the New Guardians ride. Cosmic Rewind. Holy crap. So that was fun. God. It was twice as intense as I thought it would be. Would you say so? I felt like my soul had been raped for a minute. It was just kind of like you got out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. What just what happened? Just what just happened? <laughs> I thought it was going to be way, like, more tame, I guess. Yeah. It's not really like it wasn't, it's not doable. It's just, it's, it's, it's intense. It's intense. You yeah. have to know that going into it. It's pretty freaking intense. It's like, um... Space Mountain grew up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Space Mountain it's, in 2023. Because it's not... The track is actually not that much different. It's very similar to the Space Mountain track sure, as far as sure. I can tell by my own limited experience with it. But your car's turn. The vehicle's different. So yep. it, it's it's a roller coaster, but each one of the cars kind of rotates i don't think do they ever they don't actually do a 360 no but they, they just kind of like turn sideways as you're going right and so it makes points. you feel like you're going oh a lot God. faster it's crazy and sort of like when you're banking right it's like whoa i'm so instead sideways of, well, instead of banking like parallel to the track now you're i guess perpendicular right and there's there's a bank where you're doing like a spiral and you're staring at like a moon mm-hmm. or something, and it, it's that part was so crazy. That was like, oh, ah, God. just kept going and going, yeah. corkscrewing. You're staring at it. It reminded of, me of like one of those coin things yeah. that you see where yeah, you drop totally. the coin and it just spins boom, and spins boom, and then goes boom. down the yeah, funnel. Yeah, totally. But so and the, the first, and the backwards stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you get up to a point and then it stops and then it shoots you backwards and Woo! you do the thing backwards for a minute. Yeah, you do. It it was really fun. Real fun. The, the first time great. I felt a little bit shook. Overwhelmed, yeah. And then Michelle and I went back and did it again. So I need and to do it again. knowing what I was going into made me enjoy it so much of more. Of course, of course. And I do suffer from the motion sickness thing. I just found the track. Just find the track with your eyes, and it takes that like dizzying feeling away. Okay. So that and that was really I'm excited that was to try a great great attraction. I was impressed. I hated the line. It was stupid. The line sucked. Yeah, the queue is the queue sucks, man. Boring, Boring inside. It's just like Space Mountain. It's just like there's nothing to look at until yeah. you are right up against the. Like that was loading. a really big missed opportunity. Yeah, That's too bad. There's so much space too. Like it's a giant queue. Yeah. That's why, like Rise of the Resistance, they nailed it with the queue. Yes. Because there's stuff to look at. It's Everywhere it's themed out. Yep. To the max. Well, the and whole the way other through. Guardians. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's so good. So good. I don't know. It's so good that it's like I yeah. It's kind of part of the experience. Yeah, you'd go just to be in the queue. I know. I mean, if you could walk through that queue without having to wait in line. Oh right. You would totally. It do would totally that. be a thing. I know. But, if they had released a Guardians experience building, you just walk around and see all those artifacts and all yeah, the, the things. It would be packed. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, there's that, and what else? And we, then we went to Gatorland. Yes. Oh, we then did. we went to Gatorland. As promised. We delivered. Ash in made Orlando. it happen. I talked to a few people 
that are from Florida that I know, and Gatorland is a thing. Yep. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least two of the people I work with have been to Gatorland. Yeah, it's, it's like, a thing. But they haven't been to Disney World. I'm like, that <laughs> is interesting. That's very Florida of you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was bonkers. How would you ex- how would you describe Gatorland, Ash? Didn't you say it was like a hillbilly zoo? Something like that? Yeah, it's like a hillbilly backyard or, uh, zoo. Maybe not hillbilly. It was a redneck zoo. Yeah, it's like Lester's Possum Park, but with gators. <laughs> yeah. But like way more gators than you think. Oh, just You need to know that. As far as the eye can see. No, gators of all sizes and colors. That's right. They, that's right. Yes. You not, get to you a point where you're just not even noticing no, them. No, they're, they're thousands, everywhere. I mean, thousands and thousands of gators everywhere. Like slugs just piled slugs on top of each piled. other on boardwalks. Right. And... Babies to like the biggest one in Florida, you know, huge monster dinosaur <laughs> and like different species. Yeah. African Nile ones, Australian crocodiles. They're, they're all types. And I will say that although there were a few of the spots where I saw gators, I was a little sad for them. Me too. For the most part, there's most a, there's of their of gators are in a like legit lake. Yeah. That have a shore and mm-hmm. they do this whole feeding thing where they like you can ch- pay extra money to hand chicken to a live freaking gator but it's that always was weird remember we turned the corner and we saw a girl straddling straddling and it was like part of the show yeah and, and like, oh, you could take boy. pictures and it was and really like a, upsetting a stadium of people like no it felt very rodeo it and bad. yeah it, i didn't like it not that there's anything wrong with rodeos in general no just but, that like this is an animal and we're gonna treat it like it's a prop sit on it at least I a bull has that. like some you know can handle weight and i don't and also, know that about well i don't think she was sitting on it i don't think she was putting any weight she was definitely like holding herself up but still, still, it's just a lame she's picture. Holding a gator's face with its face duct taped. Yeah, in her <laughs> tank top and shorts, just like I'm, just right. here to hold a gator. One, well, what sucks about those things is like that's a a wild animal. Well, like not wild, but you know what I mean. Instinctually wild and dangerous. And if that gator bites that girl, who do who do you think they're gonna protect first? Right. It's the girl. They'll yeah. shoot that gator in the head if they have to. Exactly. And that always happens. Yep. Like when lions attack people, it's like, well, yeah, now mm-hmm. you have to kill this poor lion. Right. Because your dumb kid jumped in. <laughs> but other than, like, yeah, other than a couple of exploitative. Other than that, it was good. And they're rescuing tons of, mm-hmm. they're rescuing gators and other species for that matter. It wasn't just yeah. the gators that were there. And most of the staff seemed to really like. They really they did. Yeah. Yeah. The, I have to say, definitely, oh. the staff was incredible. Staff was great. Now, what was the best moment there, guys? Raccoon. Oh the my god. Swamp. Raccoon. I saved this video so that we can post it after this. We Dude. walked out on the swamp walk, which yeah. is basically just a boardwalk that goes out into the swamp. Like a, an actual swamp. The and marsh. it said signs like this is a. Like, real swamp there Lot, are animals yeah. out here wild this is not part of the like park. snake warnings everywhere yeah 
which right. made Michelle walk directly down the middle of the boardwalk the entire time. She was on high alert. Yeah. She said, my head is on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did not see a single snake or any, really anything else. No. A couple birds. A couple birds. Those couple, like, like tall. tadpole things. Crane-like birds with very yeah. tall, skinny, but very Florida birds. We saw a raccoon. Oh, my God. He was washing his little hands in the water. And he was like a, a, a little guy. And then he climbed like up onto the boardwalk and walked with his wet feet <laughs> over <laughs> to a little <laughs> pile <laughs> of popcorn, ate the popcorn, looked no. around, hopped back in the water. Yep. And then I so I got that whole thing on video and then I also took a picture of just <laughs> his feet prints. The feet prints? <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> and then later on the swamp walk we saw more footprints and yes. we were like, "Oh god, there's He's a He's been here nearby. too. There's another one. Yeah. Yeah, and as we were leaving, I heard some lady say, hey, remember the, there was a raccoon here last time? And I was Aww. like, oh, it just comes out and visits. <laughs> so if you've been to Gatorland, let us know if you've also seen the raccoon. The swamp coon. Because I'm guessing there's probably more than one. I'm sure. But, <laughs> but in our heads, it's the same one. <laughs> it's just one raccoon. Well, yeah, fun trip. Good it times. It was very fun. Highly recommend it. Get out there. Get out. Get out there. Go see the world. Yeah, go spend at least $1,000 to go... And when I say see the world, I just mean go to Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> in Epcot, you can go to France, Italy, That Norway. was my favorite thing to say is when I was talking to you on the phone, I think. Yeah. I said, we just passed Morocco. Or. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you two were doing something else and Michelle and I were trying to do something and we were going to meet up. Right. Where are you? We just passed Morocco. Just passed Morocco. And France. Michelle and I looked at each other like. We just passed Morocco. Just passed that, Morocco. I just said that. Right. Yeah. We're in Mexico. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> we're in Mexico. We're going to go see the the singing ducks. <laughs> I like Epcot a lot. I love Epcot. Epcot. I like the, like, there's all the water. Mm-hmm. Just so much space there. You just don't see it, Disneyland. It's a very anywhere. beautiful park. It's beautiful. Not as beautiful as Animal Kingdom. No, but that's like but a different kind of beautiful. Totally. And I, I really love at Epcot that like, I don't know, like that the Chinese pavilion. Is that what they call it? Something pavilion. Like all these, these huge corners and spaces that there's not really anything going on per se. No. There's like it's a gift like- shop. And like a temple, a proper temple that's mm-hmm. bigger than your house, at way bigger than your house. Um, I just like that. Like, not everything there is about fitting in attractions and how can we make money and totally. it's just space. It's just like you can just explore and get totally lost. Yep. Photographers are walking around everywhere, just taking pictures, and yeah, that's what I did a lot. It's it is a very beautiful park, and it's, very it's done really well. Totally. I have never been to any of those countries except for I've been to Britain and yeah. I've been to Mexico and Canada. No, Didn't I've never really been to, to Canada. Italy or no? You oh, didn't. no, I haven't been to Italy. Okay. Been to Ireland. That's, That's right. I've been to Ireland. There's no Irish pavilion, which is very sad. Very weird. But I guess UK is close enough. Right. That's why. Here's the thing. You've got America. You've got the UK. 
You don't need Canada. We didn't need Canada. We don't need Canada. Don't we need. need nice Canada There's nothing wrong with Canada as a country. <laughs> but we don't need them at Epcot. Let me stop you right there. I, I also don't think we need the U.S. <laughs> at Epcot. Yeah, we're here. We're already in or the U.S. Or if you are going to do U.S., why is it only like colonial? Oh, my God. That show we went to. <laughs> oh, my God. It was America the Beautiful show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly Lincoln. Just longer, longer. and worse. Uh, yeah, it was so, so much longer. I slept so... through almost the entire thing. I mean, I remember. Although I had an alarm set on my phone so that we could try to get Guardians. Uh, your Guardians, yeah. And we did. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, I, I remember thinking when that show started, because they kind of go through American history, and it was like they started at the beginning, before even, yeah. like mm-hmm. 1600s. And then I remember thinking like, oh, no, this is going to take forever. forever. And now we're in the 50s. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and World War II just ended, and uh, yeah. now we're in the... It's like hippies in the 60s. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. See, they yeah, really are going to cover it all. Definitely don't remember that. Ugh. I was asleep for they a They covered large a lot of it portion. until like 9-11. And then they just fast forwarded through all of it. It's like, okay. Yeah. At least we didn't have to sit through all of it. <laughs> well, good times. All right. Time for some recommendations. Um, I actually have two that are very different from each other. So one is the show called Terminal List. It is Chris Pratt, and he is a soldier who's like special ops. And it's kind of like a, there's some conspiracy going on, and it's very like uh, action drama. So freaking well done. Cool. Uh, he does such a great job in it. I know there's some controversy around him. I don't care. Is I don't, there? Yeah, I don't even want to like huh. give it any space. I don't care. He's good, and uh, the show is very, very well done. Um. Anyway, it's called Terminal List. I'm almost positive it's on Netflix, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um. But the other one, super different, so freaking hysterical. I watched all of it in an afternoon okay thank you um this one is on netflix for sure it's called kunk on earth it's diane morgan who you would probably know if you know ricky gervais stuff she's a british comedian who i can't even describe how funny and dry she is she is covering the history of the world Sort of like America the Beautiful at mm-hmm. Epcot, only really inaccurate. Um, and it's so it's it's funny. It's like a travel documentary that she's doing, but it's she's talking to very famous actual people who know shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's do you do you remember Ali G? Uh huh. Yeah. It's that kind of comedy where she's like playing the dummy. Wait, what is her name again? Her actual name's Diane Morgan. She plays Philomena Kunk in this show. It's a Charlie Brooker show. And he's the guy that did uh, Black Mirror. Ah, I didn't even know that. She's funny. She's hysterical. Her voice alone. I just... I cannot... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very. (laughs) It's like... um, Do you ever see Idiot Abroad? Yeah, of course. Love it. Same comedy. It's so good. Love that. Yeah. Cool. 
Okay. Um, I also have two recommendations, and they're different. Uh, one is the uh, documentary on Disney Plus, Torn, mm. about the oh, death yeah. of climber Alex Lowe, directed oh. by his son, Mark. So good. You had me watch that the other night. Yeah. So I've watched it twice now. It's great. It's it's an incredible story. Yeah, it's really cool. Incredible story. Tragic and heartwarming. And Who is the guy? All of the above. He's um, an alpine climber. Oh, okay. Guy that and climbed Everest died. and gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. He's like the one of the the big mountain climbers in like the 90s and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's mostly about like his family and like the aftermath of losing him. And, mm-hmm. and his best friend. Yeah, and his best friend who was there with him when he died. Okay. And Incredible story. Other is the book The Giver by Lois Lowry. I just, for some reason, I don't know why, I just felt like reading that again. And I haven't read it since I was, I'm sure, 12. Because it's like required reading for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really holds up and it's very, very good. It's like this dystopian society where you know everyone has their assigned role and emotion is taken out of things yes colors don't exist and what when did you do this it's a as an audiobook oh you've been listening to it that's yeah. right okay okay yeah. i know i read that but i don't remember it at all i'll definitely weren't give it you shot. reading a book from her i don't think so is it her lois lowry yeah lois lowry I don't think so. No, okay. You guys were talking Maybe. about a book the other day. I thought that's what that was. Oh, that was the Georgia Tan book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mine's not really a recommendation, just a, well, no, it's a recommendation. <laughs> As we discussed, I just got back from the Grammys, right? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful time. And I had a moment sitting there and like where my seats were, I was six rows from the floor and like stage left and Whoa. maybe three sections out from the stage, whatever. And the reason I say that is because we, you're, you're close enough that you're seeing the rock walk by mm-hmm. like 20 feet from us. Adrian Brody. I'm saying actors. Cause there's for some reason, a bunch of actors there, Ben Affleck, cause he's married to Jen, Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. and she was there. And like, then there's Madonna and Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. And you know, and then we just walked the red carpet and all the same bonkers level of craziness. And, you know, I managed someone that was nominated and I'm sitting there and I, like probably a lot of people, struggle with being present. Mm-hmm. And my mind is racing and I'm just like, oh, what if we win? That's going to be crazy. And what if we don't win? That's going to be crazy. And blah, blah. I'm just thinking. And then I tell myself to just quiet the mind and be present. And so I did. And then I, I told you this, Ash, I had a moment where like, it was crazy. (laughs) It felt like, I don't want to be too, uh, you know, exaggerate too much, but it felt like almost like a religious thing, Mm -hmm. like spiritual. And I just kind of like spaced out and I was staring up into the, the bleachers and I started thinking about starting this thing that I did called stateside management in a coffee shop. And like I, I made a website, just made a website. I didn't have anyone. I, I didn't manage anyone yet. Yeah. It was just like an idea and I made it and I was looking at it and I was thinking about it and I like talked to friends about it and kind of narrowed in the idea. And then I, I took some guy out to lunch. His name was Mike and 
I convinced him to let me manage him. He had no reason to let me do that. <laughs> and I did. And then anyway, like just that level, it seemed insane to like ever quit my day job and do this full time. Yeah. And just told like, just, <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. This is just for fun and we'll see what happens kind of thing. And then, and then I'm at the Grammys. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in a suit at the Grammys. For the second year in a row. For the second year in a row. And it, it, it was really powerful. And like the whole time my, my, I, he's my assistant, but he's really like my partner now, is texting me about things. He's got a separate salary with benefits and stuff that we hired him. You hearing the geese this? These are so loud right now. You hearing that? Oh, everyone's hearing that. <laughs> That's great. That's what it's like living in Oregon. <laughs> That, that, I like that, though. That's, like, good energy. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, I was just thinking about him and he's his own aspirations and his own, like, workload and his own life and job within this thing that I started in a coffee shop. Does that yeah, make sense? Totally. And it, And that's starting to make me feel crazy. Like, how is that even a thing? Right. And he, like, told his parents that he got a raise this year. Like, it's a whole thing for him. And it's a job for him. But for me, it was just this thing I started. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about even more people and we'll probably get more managers and then they'll have clients and then their clients will go to the Grammys. And like, yeah, it's just kind of, um, it's wild. And the reason I bring it up and I guess the recommendation is to, to just do stuff, to just do the thing that you want to do, whether it's learn karate or, or start that business or quit that job. <laughs> Yep. Or marry that person or have the kid. Do do the thing because if you don't, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's so true. Who cares if you fail? You're going to fail. Absolutely. Oh, boy, did I fail. You fail over and over and over. I failed like five times today. <laughs> like, <laughs> One of my favorite farming YouTubers always says, you know, just plant the seed. It could be 20 years old seed, but yeah. if you don't plant it, that's the only way it won't grow anything. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's her expression? Let your waiting room... Turn or, your waiting room into a classroom. Right. So when you're Do waiting... You can while you can. Right. Don't waste your time. Like it's the off season right now, so you can't grow. But Don't just wait things. around. Yeah. Do other things. Yeah. I do have an animal hero of the week. It is the emu that we met at Gatorland. Yay! Yay that's right. He was cool. Or she was cool. <laughs> yeah, she um, was having a grumpy day, and she was attacking all of the ladies that were coming to pet her because she was at a petting zoo. Yep. Um, very grumpy, and I did some digging, and her name is Beeper. Beeper? Beeper. Ah. Oh. And I love her. She's a bad girl. I love her. <laughs> well, here's to you, Beeps. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you, you real, real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.